Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm so happy to have Ifunanya Weke as my guest today. A graduate of the inaugural Master of Nonprofit Leadership and Management program at the USC Price School of Public Policy, Ifunanya possesses extensive knowledge and savvy on the nonprofit sector, which pairs well with her background as a musician, a vocal and piano coach for children with autism, and an ABA-trained behavior interventionist. The Jazz Hands for Autism story begins with Ruben, an autistic young man in a mainstream classroom. When it came to music, Ruben was a natural leader. When Ms. Weke witnessed how Ruben, a 15-year-old performer, commanded the atmosphere in his music class, she became aware of the magic that occurs when individuals with autism are given an avenue to flourish in their strengths. This was enough motivation to launch Jazz Hands for Autism, and two months later, the first installment of the Jazz Hands concert series took place. Welcome, Ifunanya, and thank you so much for joining me today to discuss the Jazz Hands for Autism program and the wonderful services that it offers. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm very, very excited to be um, speaking with you today, and I look forward to, you know, just chatting more and telling you some more things about what we're doing and what we're hoping to do in the future. So thank you so much for the opportunity. Absolutely. Well, let's begin. Um, Please describe the correlation between the arts and autism and how the two combine, so to speak, to create a therapeutic tool that you use in jazz hands. Well, you know, I think that the arts in general is, I mean, we we know it's, it's like one of the biggest forms of expression, whether it's you know, visual arts, performing arts, so any other kind of art form. Um, arts are a way that people can express themselves in ways that maybe just through talking, um, they wouldn't be able to do that. And so I think that um, just for anybody, the arts is, is a powerful way for them to, you know, communicate who they are, what, what, what they're passionate about, what's on their heart, what's on their spirit. And so I, and I think that that is not, that's, that's no different for a person who has a disability or who has autism. Um, and, you know, even research has shown that, you know, many people with autism respond very, very um, emphatically to music. You know, mu- music has been a way that many people have learned how to talk, have learned how to communicate. In the case of Ruben, music is a way that he's able to communicate his innermost feelings and be able to interact with other people um, on, on a level playing field. You know, they say that music is a universal language. And I think that that's, that's definitely something that, that it does for, for people who don't, who may not be verbal, music is a way for them to express themselves. For people who may may have, you know, um, you know, challenges with other, you know, other parts of their body, music may be a way, or art may be a way for them to express these things that that maybe they are uh, they they're not able to um, in in you know uh, you know with, with through other through other other mediums. So I think the arts are very very powerful uh, for people with disabilities, um, and especially for people with autism. I I, I, think I agree. Expression. Yeah, expression. I think expression in general is just really, really important. And being creating a place where people, with no matter what their disability or what their abilities are, can have a place to express themselves. I think that's very important. Well, tell me, is it generally rather difficult to access arts resources for the special needs community? Is this something that that is is you know hard for people to to find and locate and get into, even if they have that that need and that desire in terms of wanting to express themselves that way? I think up until recently, um, the arts may not have been a, um, may not have been like thought of, you know, for people with disabilities, you know, because I think many people with disabilities, there's so much focus on, you know, um, you know, kind of 
different skills, so life skills, you know, social skills that, you know, art may have been maybe like in the back burner. I think it's becoming more increasingly more and more, you know, awareness for art as it relates to people with, you know, disabilities is becoming more and more prevalent. Um, and so I think that it's becoming a little bit easier to, to access uh, resources, like, you know, art-based resources, but they're still very few and far between. You know, I know, I only know of a handful of organizations in the Los Angeles area that, you know, cater to people with disabilities and the arts. You know, there's Able Arts School, there's Exceptional Minds, there's Jazz Hands, there's Miracle Project, and there's, there's Spectrum Labs. And, and there, I don't, I can't think of too many other ones, you know, in the Los Angeles area that really cater to the arts and people with disabilities. Um, and that is really interesting because Los Angeles has the highest concentration of nonprofit organizations, I think, in the, in the United States. And so for, for there to be so few, even in, in a place where, no, organizations are so concentrated is very, very interesting. That's a good point. That's a very good point. And I think the, the need for more organizations that do what you do and that do focus on the arts and expression through the arts is definitely something that is very much needed. So what can parents and caretakers of those with special needs do to nurture these abilities in their child or in another loved one who is a person with special needs? keeping in mind that these kinds of resources are not so easy to find? Um, so, I mean, I would always say that the first step is to be open to the fact that your son or daughter or your client or your loved one has, you know, interests and passions and dreams and aspirations um, beyond just them, you know, learning how to tie their shoelace or, you know, developing these, you know, independent living skills or, you know, just, just you know, just like the, the, the living skills or the the skills that are taught most often by OTs and TTs and things like that. I think there's a whole, there's a whole world that I think, you know, is just waiting to be explored in, in your loved one that has a disability. And I think it's being curious about them in that way will be helpful because that curiosity can lead to like, Oh, you know, let, let's, let's see how you, how, how you take to a drum or let's see how you react to, you know, a microphone, you know, like, you know, and just presenting them with diff- different things that will allow them to explore, you know, these different aspects of themselves. Um, and then I think from there, you'd be able to see like, oh, wow, I never knew you could play piano. And then from there, you like, oh, wow, you're actually amazing at piano. And then, from, you know, and then it just kind of just moves, moves forward from there. So I think the first step is just being curious about the abilities and the, the passions and like the whole entire personal world that exists within a person with disabilities is really, is, a, is really the most important first step. And then also just communicating with the regional center. If, you know, if you're... If you're a part of the regional center, you know, communicating with the regional centers to see what exists out there, attending resource fairs, because, you know, I, the way that many people have found out about us, it has been through resource fairs. Um, I also, personally, I also do a lot of outreach to different organizations, SLS organizations, um, just existing organizations that, that, you know, work with people with disabilities so that they know this exists, you know, and even if their client is not necessarily interested in music, you know, at least they know, oh, wow, if this exists, I wonder what else is out there. Um, and so just being, you know, just being curious, um, and for, 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 so step one is being curious. Step two is, you know, going to different resource fairs, communicating with your regional center, and just also being curious about what is out there. Googling, Google search will present you with a lot of different things that you may not have known. Yeah. And just, you know, and just, you know, the power of connection. So if you know one person that does one thing, you know, ask them like, Hey, you know, my son or my daughter or my client or my loved one is interested in X, Y, and Z. Do you know of anything that exists? And you never know, they they may present you with something that you've never heard of before uh, that may be perfect for, for your loved one. 
Mm-hmm. Well, what sort of funding is there? I mean, we're talking about regional center and going to resource fairs and so forth to to discover these different resources, whatever there might be out there. Um, but what sort of funding is there available to support attending these programs? Um, obviously, uh, if the client, if the child, you know, is a member of the of the regional center, that's one way to go. Um, but how can a parent advocate with the regional center or another state-funded resource? And if the program that they want to attend, let's say, isn't vendored through the regional center or or the state funding is not available for that particular program, um, what other avenues are there that a parent or a, a caretaker can pursue? Um, are there scholarships available, anything like that? Um, so, um, so at Jazz Hands, we are vendors through the regional center. We're a vendor with West Side Regional Center, uh, Lanterman, North LA, and Harbor. Um, and so, and so our services are available through the regional center. We are vendored as a, a music-based vocational program because that's what we are. We provide individualized social professional and musical training, uh, to help, you know, individuals on the spectrum, on the autism spectrum, be able to develop their skills and be able to use those skills, um, towards a career in music. Um, and so, and so we're, we're vendored through the regional center. So if, if there's a program that is already vendored to the regional center, just, you know, being like requesting, um, services from that organization would be a, a good step. If they are, if they are not vendored to the regional center, there are other ways to, you know, to receive funding, uh, for these programs. Some programs have scholarships, you know, at Jazz Hands, we do offer a partial scholarship for, you know, individuals who may not be with the regional center, may be on the spectrum. Um, and, you know, are paying out of pocket, for, for instance. So we do offer scholarships. And so, you know, really inquiring from the organization or the, or the program to see what opportunities there are within the organization. Also, you know, uh, self-determination is around, is around the corner. So I think that's going to open up a lot more um, opportunities for individuals who have disabilities to be able to, you know, kind of advocate for themselves and what they actually want. Um, and not be limited by, you know, the offerings that, you know, that they, they see, you know, from the regional center or what have you. Um, so I think yeah. once, once self-determination really, um, really kicks, kicks in, I think that'd be a really, really great way for people to be able to, you know, access resources that, that are, that can help them lead the most meaningful life that they, that, that they would like. Um, and then also, you know, visiting a regional center and seeing that, that there's different ways to be able to advocate for that. You know, there's, uh, different dollars that you're able to assign to different things. I'm not sure the exact way those, those things work. Um, but I know I, I've heard of, you know, diff, you know, people attending programs that are not vendor by the regional center. And, you know, because I, I don't know how exactly they do it, uh, but they're able to then, you know, receive funding towards that program. Um, so, so just really, just, you know, having a really, a sit down with your, you know, regional center service coordinator and say, okay, what are my options? Because my son or my daughter or my client is really, really is interested in this. And I think it's, it's going to be helpful in their lives because, you know, the whole point of the regional center is to provide resources that help people with, people with developmental disabilities re- live the most meaningful life. And so it is, it's, it's kind of in their, it's, it, it's in their mission to provide what works best for the client. And so just really advocating for the, for, for the, uh, for the client or your loved one and, you know, just kind of being very adamant about it and, just, you know, making sure that you, you get what you want. Yeah, and certainly self-determination will help once it fully kicks in, although that's mm-hmm. going to take a while. It's still in its seminal stages, at least uh, in California. Uh, what about going through the school system and requesting art service that way? Um, so that potentially could work. So 
So Jazz Hands is also a happens to be a vendor of a um. There's a uh, we have we have a client that was interested in our program, and you know they they they're they're still school age, and so their school was able to you know uh, bring Jazz Hands on as a vendor for that for that student to be able to learn different musical skills towards them being you know musician in the future. And so there's also that opportunity as well. So and the way that 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 was able to work out was a parent did advocate on behalf of his son. And then that process was began that way. And so, yeah, just really, I think, I think really the, the biggest thing is, you know, if you don't ask you, you know, you won't know. So it, it doesn't hurt to ask, say, Hey, you know, my son or my daughter or my client, you know, is interested in, in, in this and, you know, has aspirations to, to make this into a career. How can we get them those resources right now? Um, and what, what opportunities exist within the school system or the regional center that will allow them to be able to, be able to do that. And so, you know, you'll be surprised with the kind of information you find out just by asking. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, would you like to describe some of the elements of your program in a bit more detail or perhaps share with me one of your favorite success stories in terms of um, one of the young people that have gone through your program? Yeah, so I mean, I, I can actually do both. So uh, like I mentioned earlier, Jazz Hands for Autism, we are a uh, a music-based vocational program and integrated employment program. So we provide individualized, and I, I want to emphasize the individualized part, individualized social, professional, and musical training, and then also job scouting and internship scouting. So every every individual who comes to us, every aspiring musician that comes to us, they're coming to us with a unique set of skills, a unique set of, you know, goals, interests, you know, and strengths. And so we based on who they come to us as and what their goals are, we help them kind of, you know, learn the skills that they need to get there. So, for example, a person can come to us and they say, you know what, I really want to, you know, work at a studio. Um, and they, they, they are just, you know, so we help them kind of develop the social skills, uh, you know, we help them develop the professional skills, and then also help them develop, you know, the skills to work on that on that, that software. So, for example, at Jazz Hands, we teach Pro Tools, we teach FL Studio, we teach vocals, we teach drums, we teach guitar, we also have career counseling. We have, you know, so, social skills training. We have, you know, in, and within the career counseling, there's also some life skills that are kind of intertwined there because you can't, it, it, it's going to be challenging for you to go into a career if, if some of these life skills are not, have not been, you know, um, if you haven't developed those skills. So, you know, just different things. So it's, it's a wraparound kind of person-centered approach that we're using to help them develop the skills that they need to be able to go out there and be successful in whatever position that, that they, they want to be in. So we work with people who are interested in teaching music or, you know, composing music, performing music, or also, also working behind the scenes, you know, you know, on the, on the, on the music software to help other people develop their music. So it's, it run, it really runs the gamut. Um, and we do all that through our educational studio in Culver city. And so, and we, and that educational studio also doubles as a recording studio. So we've had students who have recorded uh, their EPs, at, at the at the at the jazz hand studio, um, and then we, you know we have engineers that, that help them engineer that you know things like that. So really, it's it's a place for a person uh, with autism who has a keen interest in desire to pursue music. Um, they come to us and we help them develop the skills the skills that they need, and then we help them find the opportunities that they, they they can use to put those skills into practice. And so in regards to success stories, I mean I think everyone's a success story, but I'll share uh, about one, one one of our students who. Um, he, uh, he just recently kind of rounded out a, uh, eight, like a, an 18 month residency at a retirement home. So he was performing and he performed every month, um, for, for the, the, the residents of a retirement home. Um, he would, he would put, put together his set list. 
he would put together, you know, he would ask for requests from, from the, uh, from the audience, you know, what do you guys want to hear next month? He would make sure that, you know, who has a birthday next month. And so it was, it was an opportunity for him to not just have a job where he's getting paid, but also be able to interact and give back and share his talent with people who are waiting to receive what he, what he was given. And so that's a really, really big part of jazz hands is not only are we helping you learn these skills, a big part of it is being able to take those skills and share that with other people and know that you have something of value to give to somebody else and your talent is something of value. And so that's a, that's a big part of what we do at Jazz Hands is helping our, helping our musicians develop the confidence to know that their talent and their interests and their passions are something of value that they can share with their communities, share with their families, share with their friends, share with the world. And that, and that, that, uh, that talent and that interest can, can be very, very well received and can actually be something that changes somebody's life. Um, and so that's what we do at Jazz Hands. And that, you know, that's just one example of an individual that has, you know, you know, it's part of our program that is not, that's not just working, but it's also in a position where he feels like he had, he's sharing something of value with other people and he feels like a leader and, you know, in, in, in his palette. Oh, that's absolutely terrific. Really. That, that sounds fantastic. Um, Thank you. But tell me, are these services that you're describing, are they, only available in the California area where you're based, or specifically, you say your your studio is in Culver City. Uh, what if somebody is in another area, and either Northern California or even in another uh, in another state? How would they be able to access these sorts of services and resources if they're interested? So right now we are based in the in, you know with the Greater Los Angeles area. So we have students, even though we're based in Culver City. Our students come, you know, all, you know, as far south as Harbor City and as far north as, you know, Glendale or Burbank. Um, and so our students, you know, they, they are all over the L.A. metro area. Um, however, you know, we do have a lot of plans to expand. So we, we realize that, that what we're offering is, is really unique and, and that people from different places want it. So people, have, people from Texas have reached out to us, people from, you know, Florida. And so we're looking for ways to, you know, fully establish ourselves here in, in, uh, in, in Los Angeles. And then we have uh, plans to expand in California and also expand nationally. Um, but until then, we are trying to find ways that people who may not be in this, you know, the greater Los Angeles area can be able to access our services, whether it's, you know, online or things like that. So we're actually working on ways to be able to reach people before we're able to, you know, kind of be physically in their location. Um, and so that, that is in the works. It's something that we have considered and that, that we are working towards right now. So people can just keep an eye out. On our on our website and, and you know sign up for our newsletter so that they're able to stay up to date with all the all the all the progress that we're making with you know uh, expanding you know the reach and the the, the scope of, of what we're trying to do and help people be able to access what we're doing from different places uh, that are not in the LA metro area. Okay, good. Well, that's great to know that you're able to reach out to people into other areas and make that available for them, if not now, hopefully sometime in the very near future. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you would like to add in closing that we haven't gone over yet? And uh, also, what do you think is the most important takeaway for our listeners to remember from our conversation? Um, I think that um, depend, depending on, on who you are that's listening, if you're a parent, you know, give, give, give your son or daughter a chance to show you that they, that they, to show you their, their inner, their inner worlds, their passions and their talents and their interests. If you're, if you're uh, a person who is, you know, like a, a, a direct support staff or, you know, SLS staff or ILS staff, you know, really, really explore what, and, and just pay attention to what your client is interested in 
and that is a way that you can help them, you know, kind of develop a whole new, or not develop, but, you know, open up a, a door to a whole new way that they can express themselves that can actually help them live a more meaningful life. You know, if you're, if you're a person with a disability that's listening, just know that you have something of value to give. And it's just, you know, discovering what tools are necessary to, for you to be able to express that in the best way. And so I, I think just depending on whoever's listening, just know that there's value and there's, there's value to be, that, that's, that's, that ha- that's, there's value within and there's value, there's value to be given. And so just be confident and know that that's something that, you know, with time you'll be able to either help your client or your son or your daughter do, or if you're a person with, with, with a disability, you'll be able to do in time. Um, and so I think that's one of the biggest things I, I just really want people to really understand and to know and to take away from this. In regards to anything else um, that I haven't talked about, I mean, I feel like I went into pretty deep details, um, but I, I do want to let people know that we are on Instagram, we are on Facebook, we have our website. Um, so do, do feel free to visit us, you know, on our on our website, which is www.jazzhandsforautism.org. Um, that's J-A-Z-Z-H-A-N-D-S. F-O-R-A-U-T-I-S-M dot org. We're also on Instagram, Jazz Hands for Autism, uh, similar to the website. Um, we're also on Facebook, Jazz Hands for Autism. So please do feel free to, you know, visit our website, um, you know, visit our social media and sign up for our newsletter because we, we do share a lot of our updates and our upcoming events and our upcoming, um, you know, projects and initiatives on our, on, our, on our newsletter. So do sign up for the newsletter so that you can always stay up to date with that. And um, yeah, you know, Stay fabulous. All right. Well, thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much, Ivonanya, you. for your time and for the very helpful information that you've shared. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, oh, one thing. One more thing. I, I do want to advocate for. Yeah, please is, go ahead. You know, if if your if your son or daughter or your client is is a school age, um, is, is of school age, do make sure that their IEP reflects something that that you know, or advocate for their IEP to have something that has to do with you know, exp- like exp- expression, whether it's arts or whether it's a, a different medium, expression is really, really important and can actually assist with all the other, all the other skills that they're looking to develop. So expression is very, very important. So it's important that their IEP, you know, features something that helps them express themselves better. Very good point. So make yeah. sure in that uh, annual meeting or transition plan or whatever it is that yeah. you're developing for your young person, make sure that that is very specifically delineated and stated in their IEP. Very good yeah. point. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again, Ifunanya. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. And have a, have a wonderful rest of, your, rest of your day. And I also want to thank our listeners for spending a part of their day with us. I'm Gilda Evans reminding you to take care of yourself and that special person in your life.